everyone, and welcome back to the Better Advertising with Better AMS podcast. Today, I'm incredibly excited to have one of my favorite LinkedIn influencers. Let's be honest, that's what you are, Jack Lindbergh on the podcast. So Jack now works at Mars Agency, and he is one of the most insane technical experts, in my opinion, because not only is he a technical analytical expert, but he also says things in a way that people like me understand. So incredibly excited to have you on the podcast today, Jack. Jack. I would love to hear about your story and how you got started in this space. First off, thank you so much for having me, Destiny. You're the original LinkedIn influencer in this Amazon space, so I much of the credit you give me, I take from you. So thank you. So I, I think a lot of people in the retail media, e-commerce, Amazon space sort of come from a hodgepodge of different backgrounds, and I think my story is not so different from everyone else. I did my undergrad and my master's degree in opera performance and was heading into a full-blown season of full-time opera singing work coming into COVID. And that canceled all of my engagements. And I moved home from London where I was living to my mom's house in New Jersey. And at about two or three months in of living together with your parents as a 20-something-year-old, you sort of hit a wall. My mom said, you need to get a job and you need to get out of the house. <laughs> and they don't teach you how to do coding or how e-commerce works in music school. So I was lucky to find a first job at a small agency in New York that took a chance on me. And I basically said in the interview, I know nothing about this, but I promise you I can learn. And fast forward three years later, here we are. Jack, Just been learning the whole no way. One, no one has this story. I, I know that you said we all come from a hodgepodge of backgrounds. But the first time I heard that, I was so impressed because you have truly grown your network, your expertise in something that, like you said, doesn't have a traditional path. I went and learned the Amazon advertising, you know, courses and accreditations from YouTube. You're over here learning SQL and AMC, which is one of the most complex tools in all of Amazon advertising, in my opinion, all by yourself. Like the drive it takes. And there is no, I mean, you went from opera to AMC. So give yourself a little bit of credit because I will always shout you out as obviously being one of the most hungry, one of the best self-starters in the space to dive in and go off the deep end like this. That's very kind of you to say. I think the advice I would give to anyone who is coming from a similar situation is as someone who's new to a field and like me, even relatively young, it's sort of hard to walk into a room with a bunch of traditional shopper marketers at big brands and feel like you're going to have any real credibility. And one of the things that you can actually do in this space is because it's so fresh and so young, prior knowledge doesn't actually help that much. That if you had knowledge of Amazon six years ago, almost everything's changed. And that sort of like institutional knowledge, you have to keep refreshing it and put in the work day in, day out to learn the things and keep up to date. If you yeah. just like did things the way they were five, six years ago, it's not going to help you right now. And that's sort of what I did with AMC. I was like, well, no one knows a lot about this. And if I put in the work, I can learn. And just decided that if I wanted to be credible in the space, I needed to really actually have reasonable expertise. And that required just like banging my head against the wall for two years, learn how to use AMC. <laughs> <laughs> I will, two short things there. One, having the confidence to learn something you don't know and then walk into the room and speak to it is hundred percent spot on. And two, I think the other aspect of this is unlike a traditional degree or traditional learning path, 
you can go to YouTube or LinkedIn or have a few calls with a few people and learn everything really, really quickly on your own. And I think, like you said, everyone has the opportunity to be a self-starter in this space. E-commerce is still in the early stages and there's a lot more to come, which is what makes me exciting about, I think, what you've done. So you truly built yourself as probably one of the biggest evangelists in AMC that I've seen across the board. I mean, there's you know quite a few different SaaS companies that are doing a lot of work there. Very impressive. I've interviewed two of them this week, both IntentWise and PackView. But from a individual ownership perspective, I think you are absolutely leading the way. And AMC hasn't even, I don't even think it's came out of hiding yet, for being honest. No one's really adopting it to the fullest extent because it is very complex and there's a lot to take in. What do you expect to see out of AMC over the next five to 10 years? I mean, you've built this name for yourself. What more is there to come? Ooh, five to 10 years. So I think right now, the big gap for AMC that I think people like you and I are trying to solve and Amazon will get to eventually solving is really the disconnect between the data and what you do with it. Um, I find that in traditional big org structures, the data producer, like that data analyst, and the data user, that marketing manager, are typically sitting on different floors of a giant office building and they never talk to each other. And you fall into my greatest fear as an analytics professional, which is I make a really beautiful deck with really smart insights and I present it to someone and they never change their behavior. Uh, <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. And I think Amazon over time will make it easier to tell you or automate on your behalf or make it more simple to say, your data means X, therefore you should do Y and yep. sort of templatize or formulize how you get from data set to action step. Yeah, that's a great call out. I know uh, coming from the opposite end of the spectrum, right? You have the the people who know AMC inside out or Amazon and the analytics people all the way over here. And how they keep presenting AMC to me is you start from a question. I'm like, I have a lot of questions. I don't even know what questions to ask. So I'm on like the opposite side of the fence over here where I'm like, hey, I need the, the templates and the visualizations. That's the easiest way for me to go take these insights and activate on them. Or the audience insights are obviously are a little bit easier to back into. But I'm really struggling with the start with a question mindset. And I don't know if that's just a me problem that we're having or an industry problem, but AMC just seems so overwhelming. And I think you're trying to solve that. You're doing a great job. I mean, you're posting direct queries to solve very specific problems. But where do you think the balancing is? Who owns AMC in a traditional org chart? So it's kind of complex. I've seen a bunch of different things. I've worked with clients where there are multiple owners of AMC that are using it for different purposes. For example, like someone's using it for first-party data strategy, and then someone's using it for media analytics. And in my mind... Those two things sort of play hand in hand, but they're two separate people. Um, yeah. In the best org, the way you do it is if we're if we're pretending that Destiny and I work at the same company, you sit Destiny and I on opposite decks, fa desks facing each other, and I say, "Hey, I found this really cool data," and she goes, "Okay, what are we going to do with that?" And we sort of work in tandem. To, the best way to do it is you need someone who knows what questions to ask, um, with someone who knows knows how to get the answers. What I've found in my conversations with people about 
data and data analysis generally, and even more so for AMC, is people usually fall into two camps. One of which is, I don't know what questions to ask until you show me the use cases. Like, yeah. I'll get started with better ideas of questions if you show me a couple examples. Or I'm someone who prefers to see what data's in there, and then I can figure out what the use cases are myself. And I think you need someone who can do both, right? Yeah. You, you need, or you need two people, one who does one and one who does the other, to figure out how to meld it together. Um, if someone shows me a use case, if I don't know what the data looks like, I don't know what a good follow-up question is, or how do I take that to the next level, or how do I customize this to my business? And just showing someone boilerplate, to me, doesn't help that much, unless I yeah. really know what to do next. Yeah, that makes sense. With the brands and the organizations that you have been working with, are there any consistent questions that are coming up and that you found that have been pretty scalable across brands? Yeah, there are a bunch of them. The majority of them are about like measurement and attribution. At the crux of it, most media managers don't trust that they're spending their dollars in the best possible way. And depending on where those like pieces of money come from, they typically have different associated goals. For example, if they're coming from a sales or a trade or a shopper budget, you're trying to drive bottom line. Whereas if it's coming from a national dollars, you're like, I want to get the best on-target reach, highest number of people that are potentially in my demographic as I can. If you are a really, you know, high velocity consumables, for example, you sell toothpaste or candy, your target audience is anyone with a mouth. And therefore you're just trying to hit anyone under the sun where AMC is not super helpful in those instances. But I think once you get to figuring out like, any KPI sort of other than just straight up reach that you're trying to optimize towards, AMC can be very, very helpful. Yeah, that makes sense. I I expect to see a lot of changes in AMC over the next few years. I think, one, the adoption right now has actually been relatively slow, I would say. And maybe I'm just not as in tune to this side of the business, but there is a lot of complexities a lot of difficulties with making it more scalable. But I think the the opportunity, it's it's the insights that everyone in Amazon's been asking for for the last five years, or at least the insights that everyone has figured Amazon would never give anyone. So I think that's really, really powerful. It's just making it more accessible for everyone on the technical side and you know on your traditional marketer side. Mm -hmm. I think you've been diving in a lot and how you solve that problem, how you make it more accessible. I think that's a lot of what you've built out over the last few weeks. So I would love to hear about how you've been solving that problem. Yeah, great question. So what I've seen, and let me know if you agree, Destiny, I think the discourse about AMC has been pretty limited to the examples and use cases that come from the instructional query library. Mm -hmm. So Amazon's basically giving you, I think it's now in the mid-60s, of pieces of code that you can run with, with examples of you run this code, you get this output, go from there. And I've yet to see people in the public sphere, really other than me and you, <laughs> go outside the box to that extent and say, hey, there are other things we could do with this that are really valuable. And I I've been crazy enough to say, here's the code to how to get there. And anyone under the sun can go take that and run with it. Yep. Um, and 
you know, maybe someone will say that's crazy and you're like giving up your competitive advantage. But, you know, I think we all benefit from pushing that conversation past that. And what I've been working on for the past couple of weeks at the Mars Agency in collaboration with some friends at our partners at Analytic Index is building out a new SaaS tool to help folks come up with those novel use cases and really push the envelope on what AMC is capable of. You first, Destiny. With, I, I was going to ask, so with everything you're building out, how much technical knowledge will you need to utilize the tool? Yeah, so right now, our target audience is really going to be looking for someone with more technical skill. Mm -hmm. um, so we've built a Chrome extension we're calling Noctis. It comes from the word, a place on the planet Mars called Noctis Labyrinthius, which is like a section of Mars that's filled with caves and is very complex and it's a really elaborate, <laughs> which very much like AMC, kind of hard to get to the center if you're familiar with the, the labyrinth myth. You know, it gets that core piece of value. And, and the way we set it up is we're using natural language processing to allow folks to ask their questions of AMC in English and have it respond with either, you know, reference text to say, hey, you asked what the difference is between a tracked item and a tracked ASIN. And it's a very complex answer. And here are four paragraphs that tell you when to use one and when to use the other. Or, hey, how many people saw my DSP ads in the last month, which is a piece of code that doesn't exist in the instructional query library. And it'll write it for you and let you copy paste that into your browser and run from there. That's insane. I think it's one of the biggest variables to even scaling out AMC right now is, right, is having the appropriate org chart is right now what everyone's having to do is like you either build out the team internally that can understand it or you work with the right partners or you work with a SaaS and the SaaS is limited to, you know, whatever they have templated out. But this is allowing people to start from that mindset of asking questions and really building out the models that are customized specifically for their brand, their brand needs their internal goals, the audience side, you're giving them the opportunity to really make it easy. Easy. Yeah, definitely more simple. You still have to come more simple better than easy. Yeah. <laughs> you still have to come up with good questions. And yep. we've been thinking about, you know, in the future, how do we help people figure out what good questions are and how yeah. do we sure we're giving high quality answers? But I think where we're trying to occupy in the market right now is a little bit in a different lane than where most yep. other folks are swimming. I fully admit that there are other people out there that do a great job at answering the top 25 use cases. And I was thinking about how do I help people with everything else? Yeah. yeah. You're, the, you're the person that's helping the people who know what they're doing and know how to really unlock AMC, but maybe need some assistance. Like you said, on the code side, I mean, I, I don't know anything about SQL, but I've seen all the memes and I've seen all the comments of how difficult difficult it is. And I've talked to Dustin about this. So this is an area where we bond. Of, okay, I'm glad you all are smart enough to figure this out. I'll come up with the questions you guys help on the back end. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, as we get better over time, more and more of the code will be 100% no edits needed accurate. So that someone who isn't super technical can just say, I don't even have to understand what this code is saying. I'll just copy it and it'll work. Yeah. Without going super deep on this end, how can AMC help outside of Amazon? What other opportunities do you see? And do you see them expanding 
their insights and analytics with some of their partnerships or some of the paid add-ons where you can get in-store? Where do you see that going? Oh, great question. So I think there are a couple ways that this could go. So the biggest thing that's going to be important for Amazon is how do you do user identity resolution? Basically saying, I know who my Amazon customer is. How do I take another person's data set that has really good information about specific people and merge them so you know person A and data set A is the same as person A and data set B? Um, which for Amazon is pretty simple because you log into your Amazon account when you see ads. And that helps yeah. them understand, hey, anytime someone logs in on Jack's browser, I know it's him because he's logged in. Yeah. Um, other data sets are not as typically so strong in terms of being super accurate with identity resolution to know 100%. I know this, who this person is and I'm not like guessing or doing some sort of probabilistic matching to say, I have some information. Can I take a swing at who it is? <laughs> right? So I think what Amazon is going to be pushing is thinking about how do your Amazon ads impact off Amazon behavior. Mm -hmm. And that behavior signal could be a lot of things, right? They've already released the Foursquare data set. So for those of you that aren't super familiar, Foursquare is a location service provider that when you like check in on Yelp or some other tools at a location, uh, they know who you are and therefore they can say, hey, we know that this person saw an Amazon ad and then went to a car dealership. Something that can show the off Amazon impact of those ads. Um, they could do things in future that are more like, how do we look at omni-channel sales attribution, sort of like what they're doing with OCM, uh, with off Amazon traffic driving offline sales at some other retailer or kind of other things in that regard. But I think where this gets most interesting is going to be in what I would call like a shopper profile. What you can do by merging your first party data set. So, for example, if you are, throw out, a, throw out a guess, you're a pet food company and people sign up for your loyalty rewards. So every time they purchase, they get a discount, right? If you upload that data set from your CDP or your CRM into Amazon, you can take a look and see how does my shopper overall or how do my loyalty shoppers compare in terms of age, income, demographics, location, what have you, compared to my Amazon shopper? And are those different? And if so, how? <laughs> and then we can get back to the core of marketing, which is hitting the right people with the right message at the right time. And if you don't know who the right people are and what the right message is, it's kind of hard to make that work. Yeah. Um, so AMC can really be a powerful tool to figure out who is this shopper and what's going to speak to them. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be awesome to see how everything plays out. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a key that unlocks a lot of success for a lot of brands. That being said, everything you just went through right now, who is ready for AMC? Is there a certain style? Is there anyone that you've seen do it really well? What does that look like? I, who is ready, I think, would depend on ready for what. I will scream it from the rooftops that everyone who is using Amazon DSP should have an AMC instance. Um, 
I would think of it as a non-negotiable, not you should, you must. <laughs> um, what you do with it once you have it, I think sort of depends on like the level of sophistication you need to make an impact. Um, I think for a lot of people, um, using an out-of-the-box templated analytics provider is probably a good approach, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think there's value to be gained going from nothing to something, and you should definitely yeah. do that. Um, where I think it's more tricky is figuring out what to do once you've gotten those first pieces of data in your hands. Um, yes. And, and I, I've gone through on LinkedIn and gone like, instructional query by instructional query and saying, this is what you do next. And the answers are, it's not simple. It's pretty complicated. And I would be lying if I told you there was an easy button that just made it like all go away. Maybe one day, maybe yeah. in the 10 year time frame. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the, the real tricky thing is like, you need media strategists thinking about how to use AMC most of the insights are not like, oh, increase your bid up or down. They're not tactical. They're like, yep. which products should I sell? Which audiences yep. should I target? Much more. To drive new to brand, who's has the the highest, you know, highest checkout, LTV, all of those things, I think, really come into play and make it a little bit more difficult from a timing perspective. Right. And also just challenging to know if you're making the right choices. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not something that like your hands-on keys media manager can do all by themselves. It like requires larger business buy-in to say, hey, if I know that, uh, here's an example. The most common combinations of products purchased together at checkout are frozen peas and frozen corn. How do I change my strategy to encourage people to buy peas and corn? Do I yeah. put them in a virtual bundle? Do I advertise on the corresponding PDPs? Do I make a new ASIN that's peas and corns in the same pack? Do I actually have enough inventory to drive traffic to those pages? <laughs> right? There are so many downstream implications of saying, oh, when people buy corn, 45% of them also buy peas. Yeah. Huh. I, I'm thinking back to the first QBR I sat on when I saw AMC visualizations presented. And that was my first thought was, I don't know how to activate any of this, for being honest. I mean, it was fantastic data. A lot of it was on path to purchase and frequency, which was great. It was really awesome to see. You know, when you started with streaming TV, there was a higher conversion rate of my sponsored product ads, right? But then that's exactly what the conversation was. Okay, how do we sit down and make sure that for the same audience that we're serving an ad to on both streaming and search, this is the timing and they see this ad before that they see this ad. And it kind of opened up a lot of variables. I was like, you know, I don't know. And I think that's where it's going to be a fine balance of figuring out, hey, what can really drive a lot of value up front, especially for investing in the teams to really dive into the AMC insights, but also the long-term implications and the split testing. There's so many different variables that come into play that could have, you know, second order consequences we're not thinking of. Like you mentioned something as small as inventory. Do we have the inventory to support this? And I think attribution in general, as we think of the whole space and the direction e-commerce is going, I feel like there's one side of the fence that's yes, we will one day live in a world of perfect attribution. And then I think there's like another side of the fence of no, it's just going to get more and more complicated as we have more and more different tools and technologies in the space. And 
I can't keep up with it all. I'm really thankful to have people like you who will come on to the podcast because then I learn just as much from you while also producing content, which has been pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it's been a pleasure and always fun to talk to you, Destiny. I learn stuff from you all the time. I think attribution is one of those things that I, I question to what end. Mm-hmm. Like, to what extent does making it more complicated help your decisioning? And are you just making it more complicated so you can sleep at night knowing your attributions model was perfect? Or are you like yeah. driving business impact? Yes. I want to go back to 200 years ago. You just, you know, it's all location. Just figure out the best real estate, lots of foot traffic, and you're going to be good to go. I mean, there was obviously marketing and slogans, and I guess it was all print back then. But I think like at the end of the day, let's just go back to like buyer psychology, right? It's all about the messaging. Let's uh, not get too caught up in just how granular we can go because there's a lot. Right, right. I, I like definitely have seen what I would describe as paralysis by analysis. Has that been your experience as well? Yes, a thousand percent. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard to solve because you open up this sort of Pandora's box of most questions under the sun that everyone's had in the back of their mind saying, I've been doing Amazon for a while. I wish I knew how to do this. You can now probably answer. Yes. yes. Now you're like, okay, now that I have the answer, does that help me in any tangible way? <laughs> now what? <laughs> now now, how do I go to every single individual shareholder and pitch this plan, figure out all the second order consequences that you can never forecast 100%. Right. Right. I, think, I think that's that's what my passion's been lately with all of the changes in general. I mean, I, I stayed in search, was I still primarily, and I would say a search expert relative to everything else in the space. And now that we're starting to incorporate so much more on the display side on moving away from a little bit more, more into like demographic insights instead of just search based. And then really on the AMC side is how do I simplify this? So that way the people that are hands on keyboard understand, like everyone can build out teams of experts like you and, you know, anyone would be lucky to have someone like that. But how do you kind of fill that middle ground of making it understandable so you do have the ability to just 80, 20 and kind of activate quickly. So again, I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. I want to reiterate everyone, drop what you're doing, follow Jack on LinkedIn. He is posting fantastic content and he was in opera before this. So he is in his early stages. I think we're going to see a lot more and I have a feeling you're going to be a leading industry expert and much more than just AMC. So thank you for taking the time on a Friday to hop on and I will see you next week in New York, hopefully. Oh, for sure. For sure. Hopefully we get to sit next to each other at undisclosed events. <laughs> hey, hey, hopefully everyone will see that on LinkedIn if we do, I'm sure. I mean, we were we were told we had to dress down for this event. So I was really bummed well, about it, not gonna lie. I know you're gonna see Jack and I like black tie event coming out. It was gonna be fantastic. But well, we'll see who listens to the end of this episode because if they comment on that post, we're gonna know. We're looking forward to it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jack. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much, Destiny. Thanks for having me.